Go wild with Nation Gear's end of regular season merch madness sale. Nation Gear is offering our favorite fans 20% off all regular season merch. And we're going to give you free shipping on any orders over $200. Stock up your closet for the playoffs. Rep your team and grab that merch you've been eyeing up all season long. Don't wait. This sale only lasts from April 1st until April 7th. Shop the sale at nationgear.ca. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This dude sucks. Zero upside. And welcome to Blue Jays Today, where we always got something to say about the Jays. I'm your host, Nicholas Playlog. And I'm your host, Adam Peddle. And today, we're going to be looking at the Boston Red Sox, looking at their lineup, looking at the rotation, and looking at their pen. What do we think as Blue Jays fans? We're about to find out. But before we get into it, guys... If you want to win a Blue Jays jersey, make sure to use promo code TODAYJAYS and sign up to the betting app Monkey Knife Fight. You'll get 100% of your first deposit back, up to $50, and you'll be entered in our contest to win any Blue Jays jersey of your choosing, and it will be announced on opening day, April 1st. That's right. About two weeks left, so get on it, folks. Get on it. Get on it. And before we also begin into it, I just want to shout out Stephen Uh, Ben, our Patreon, mm -hmm. for becoming a Patreon. Massive. 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 Shout out Patreon, Steven, bro. Shout out Steven. Yeah, thank you so much, thank Steven. You. We are obviously getting you on the show. $10 yes. donation from Steven. So that is super lovely to see. Absolutely. And guys, if you guys want to come on the show every Friday, we're having a wine on wine. Come on in. Become a Patreon. Let's talk Let's socks. Do it. Let's, Let's talk, talk Red socks, socks, man. Red socks. Alrighty, alright. How do you want to do this? You want to go lineup first? Let's go lineup that first. That seems like the best way yeah. to do it. So um, looking at their lineup, Nick, what do what let's go through it. Let's go from top to bottom by right. Roto Champ. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> I know yeah. that's what we use. Yeah, that is what we <laughs> use. Honestly, it's a uh, it is pretty reliable, I find. Like I saw them um like they were before anyone having semi in batting second. Right, right. And, right. It, and <laughs> hey. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I was like beefing Roto Champ. No, I mean it feels like they called it. So mm-hmm. it, I gotta give respect where respect is due. Yeah. Um, so therefore, I will be going off of them. So leading yes. off for the Red Sox, we got Alex Verdugo. This is uh, this guy is kind of a love hate I know from some Red Sox fans because he was what uh, he's an ugly reminder of the Mookie Betts trade. Mm-hmm. However, I really like him. I, I've kind of categorized these people as above average average MLB players and below average what I think. 
think they will do in 2021. And I certainly have Alex Verdugo at the above average yeah. standpoint. Yeah, the last two years, an OPS of 827. That's nice. pretty legit for a 24-year-old, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. That is very good. And you could only get better from here on out. Guys, I know that you're upset about the Mookie, but Verdugo is a great replacement in yeah. that lineup. Feels like he's got the tools to become an elite leadoff. Yes, man. he does. Yes, he does. Absolutely. Yeah. Good batting average on that guy. Just overall, like, seems like he could be a, a nice five-tool player. Yeah, so. yeah. Great center fielder. You know, he's going to be playing there now that Jackie Bradley Jr. is gone. That was a loss for the Boston Red Sox. But yeah. I think it's good to move forward now, especially, you know, he was a little bit older. And I think that as we're going to look go through this lineup a little bit more, we're going to see that they're kind of going younger, trying to restart that. Uh, I was, I was noticing I mean? that as well, you know, and it seems like Verdugo is, let's face it, much more of the future than yes. uh, Jackie Bradley was. Yes. So, yeah, like Verdugo leading off. Like, I also, and I mean, love, you know, <laughs> I have to love this guy because yeah. what is not to love seems like a very complete MLB player, and that's Xander Bogarts coming in at their second spot. Oh, yeah. Thoughts on that dude? Absolutely. He's amazing. Still 28 years old. I'd, he's the cornerstone of this Feels future. like he's been around for time. Absolutely. And he's been great for time. His OPS in the last two years is unreal at 921. Mm. That is amazing. He's the best wow. in the last two years for this team. Yeah. Um, what? There's nothing not to love about Xander Bogarts. And even as well, the guy behind him, Raphael Devers. Yeah. yeah. Baby face, third baseman. Also 24 years old. Well, you want to talk about getting younger. I mean, I really think that those three guys are the faces of the Red Sox. Now, I know that I've heard some rumors about potentially shipping off Xander Bogarts. I know that they were talking about that. I, I'm not going to speculate too much yeah. because I'm not a uh, an expert on this team. Yep. But personally, for me, as an outsider, it really feels like those three are your core. So yep. you got Xander Bogarts. He's a certified stud. Yep. And Rafael Devers, in his own right, I think is uh, becoming an elite player in the MLB. Still 24, like you said. Yeah. Um, he did have a minor uh, down year last year, but his minor down year was still a 798 OPS. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it, that's awesome. It balances out in the, like the last two years to 884 and like if you gave Raphael Devers a full season I, I have no doubt that he's going to be back up there mm-hmm, again mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. he's just too good and too talented to go to the wayside just in that 2020 season so I love Devers and yes he is the core but one of these guys who might be leaving the team at the end of his contract and that is J.D. Martinez right. at the DH spot yeah. coming in after. What do you think about J.D. Martinez? Dude, I still like him. I mean, yeah. I still have him as a, uh, like, I know that he's yeah. 33 years old, and I still labeled him as an above-average MLB player because you got to give respect to this dude no. for what he has done. He's good. And in the end, I was looking at it. 2018, he was dominant as hell. Oh, really? 2017, I mean, for years before that, he was dominant as hell. Yeah. 2019, he was super dominant as well. And then he had a bit of a down year uh, last year as well. Now, what I looked at was the hard hit percentage because yeah. a lot of times with these older players, they mm. like the hard hit, the slugging goes by the wayside. That wasn't the case for him. He just wasn't like really himself. It felt like he just got off to a bad start, never had enough time to rectify that. Mm. I expect a bounce back. And he's been, well, I do think if he can stay healthy, because that's my one thing is that he was, he's constantly right. dealing. I know in 2019, he was constantly dealing with back issues and mm-hmm. Red Sox fans, please correct me if that's wrong. But I remember him on my fantasy team, just always being off and on True. the, the D uh, the DL or IL. 
Um, but yeah, no, I still like him. He's still only 33. And for someone with that kind of raw power and that yeah. track record, you know, he reminds me not similar profile like Josh Donaldson, but where he's getting to the age like Josh Donaldson, where it's like now he's just a masher. He's still got raw power and that hard hit rate you're talking about. I still like him. And if he can give give back at least 80 percent of what he did in 2018, He's going to be a solid guy in the number four Oh, spot. hell yeah, dude. 80% is still way better yeah. than most players. Exactly, so, exactly. I mean, I, I do anticipate a bounce back for him. Um, the more that I was looking at the numbers, I was like, damn, I think I've kind of written this guy off a little bit too soon. Right. I think you're right, though. Injuries will be the case now. So I'd say those four guys, those top four, I expect every single one of them to have an OPS higher than 800 this oh, season. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, so for me... That's an elite core off the top. Yeah. Next guy in their lineup is Christian Vasquez. And and I kind of labeled this guy as a uh, average to above average MLB player. And I do think that he's he's on the verge of uh, of becoming another above yeah. average. Because he had a great two years. Yeah, right? he's he's amazing in the last two years. 798 OPS. He's age 30 now. And I think he's you said it right there. He's an above average player because in the catching position, the catching like position. he's definitely an above average catcher. Exactly. Absolutely. Definitely in the top. If you were to go all 15 MLB teams, he'd de- definitely be up oh, there. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I like Christian Vasquez. Solid guy. I don't really have much to say to them other than good. <laughs> he's, and he's solid. He's also not super old either. You know, no, like no. He's, I, I, again, correct me. I think he's 28. 30. 30. 30 my yeah. mistake. Um, but still, that's right in the prime of his career. So, I mean, to have a guy at a catcher position who can also give you above 800 OPS, mm-hmm. that's kind of a gift in today's MLB because you really don't see no. that, you know? No, no. No one seems to have that. You got Real Muto, you got a couple other guys, but most MLB teams don't have that. So, definitely a nice player to have there. And then also, coming mm. in at the sixth spot, they got Hunter Renfro. What are your mm. thoughts on him? Well, Hunter Renfro, you know, they just got him from the from the raise um i mean literally my thought is okay <laughs> like he's a lineup filler like his ops last year is 749 29 years old he's all right that's literally my only thought dude <laughs> yeah see i i think that he is an above average mlb player when you look at like some he's of the serviceable OPS and stuff so yeah. i think his career numbers on the ops is something like 790 yeah and i mean that's pretty good yeah you know? he's, he's gotten down in the last two years um it's gonna be interesting i mean he's he is a you know, filler basically in, the, in this outfield. Is that true? Because I thought his 2019 was pretty good. It could have been, but over the last two years, 749 OPS total. Oh, so I mean, interesting. yeah, I know that yeah. he definitely suffered uh, last season, but I, I mm. did. Exp- I did think his 2019 was was better than that. But yeah. So I mean, what are your thoughts? And you think just eh? yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I, my overall thoughts. I'm, I was going to get to it at the end of this, but I'll say it in now. Um, my overall thoughts on this lineup is super top heavy, mm. and then after the top five, you could say I'm. I kind of fall off, and I'm. You know, there's some potential guys, and we'll get to them, but. After that, um, it's just kind of their placeholders, right? And this is part of the lineup that you can really, uh, that's really vulnerable for the Boston I think, I, Red Sox. I think I'm like a tad bit higher on Renfro than you think, because I do think that he will be an above-average MLB player next year from from the numbers that I was looking at. Sure. But but moving on, somebody who I do not believe will be an above-average MLB player. I think he is a below-average guy, and that's Cordero Franchi. Uh, Franchi. 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 Cordero. I, I, we're definitely butchering <laughs> this Red Sox fans, yep. but uh, yeah. 
I I just haven't seen I don't, anything. I don't man. know anything about him. I'll be honest. I literally don't know Dick. Um, yeah. He's 26, and his OPS is. I've been describing OPS. His OPS last year is a 777. Right. I don't know and, Dick. Well, uh, you know, he just like hasn't. Uh, like I think that's one of the best seasons he's ever had. Like mm. he just he really hasn't been good uh, up to this point. Like hasn't really shown anything mm. uh, potential wise. So I wrote down. He's still young. Yep. I mean, like he's yep. definitely still yep. young. Like, uh, correct. You know, that was a that was a T.O. thing. That was a rowdy thing. Yeah, right. Like yeah. uh, a year ago, you know, we would have said the same thing about them. He hasn't done anything yet. Yeah. But they were still young and this guy could do the same. So I would say probably just a question mark, but I'm not expecting a mm-hmm. whole lot. Guy who I'm expecting a little bit from is is in the eight spot at first base is Dobby. Bobby, Bobby Dahlback. Yeah. yeah. Love that name. Well, he's a uh, he's their number three prospect in their there system. There you go. So uh, so yeah, and and he had a 600 slugging last year. Granted, this is only an 80 at bats. So, yeah. but in 80 at bats, he was clearly awesome with yeah. that 600 slugging. Great on base, great average, great OPS, great everything. He's just one of those guys where we literally haven't seen enough. Yeah, we haven't yeah. seen enough. No, yeah, for sure. And being a pop prospect, a summer three prospect, like he can easily move up this lineup. I think Rota Champ has him pretty low here. Like mm-hmm. he could easily be batting fifth. You know, maybe sure. you know, with some injuries, could be in that top half even too. So yeah. um, that's one guy for the Boston Red Sox. We got to be looking out for. Uh, we literally don't know anything other yeah, than I that. I think that I think that that guy is a uh, is definitely a key piece for them. You know, because if he does hit, if he continues off of his insane eighty at bats last year, or does anywhere remotely close, then um, then that's just an added like, whoa, where did this guy come from? Piece, yeah. and now it's like they have like six elite yeah, hitters yeah. that I'm like, whoa, wait a yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort they, of thing. they need some of that for their pitching. <laughs> I agree. We'll and and we, we are getting to that. Yeah. Uh, and the last guy is Enrique Hernandez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. I don't have him very high. Don't have him. He's been, he's, he's playing on Kansas City. Um, and he was eh, yeah, 707 not, OPS. Not don't really care. Yeah, not ideal. Moving so, on. <laughs> so, uh, so all in all, though, I do think that this is a pretty good lineup i think that they i i do think it i think it's an above average lineup for me um yeah for me it's top heavy like i said before like i think pitchers are going to really find the outs in the bottom half they're definitely going to have a lot of battles in that in that top one through five at least maybe six if bobby dahlback can like come up and be that like star right um so I think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna definitely feed off that bottom half. I, I if I were to compare it to the Blue Jays, I think we have more depth than them, but I think their top half is more proven and heavier. But we have I, definitely yeah. a lengthier. Lineup. I do think that they have some stars off the top. Yeah. And I mean, if you were to tell me any one of those top four guys. Uh, you know, like wins MVP next year. Maybe I'd be a little yeah. bit confused about Verdugo, but I could still buy right. it. You know, right? right I could right. definitely. St- I'd be like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Bogarts, Devers, yeah, Martinez, Martinez. You know, it's like- Definitely Bogart's endeavors would be up there. For yeah, sure. I, I think that they are going to be studs for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, definitely uh, some nice stuff there. The question is, can the pitching hold up for this team? And mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> like, not sure. Uh, we, I, I looked at them finally. I, I've, I've only known their top two, which is Evaldi and Rodriguez. And then taking a look at their other guys, I think it was pretty. It kind of reminds me of our pitchers a little bit. Actually, it really does. <laughs> It's yeah, just, I think that they're missing the Ryu. They are, they you are. know, and and I was I was look. We're gonna break down these guys in yeah. a second, folks. But I was looking at their pitchers, and I was like, man, 
if they had that Chris Sale yeah. piece, if they had that healthy Chris yeah. Sale, I actually kind of like this lineup. Yeah, me too. I actually kind of like I think this they rotation. Could, they could ease. They could be fighting for that wild card easily. No problem. The problem is they're missing out on the ace. They miss. Um, so let's go through let's them. Do who, who do you got, and what do you think? So we got Nathan Avaldi as Roto Champs. Just as number one, I would argue that it's the guy in number two spot. But regardless, Nathan Avaldi is last. Two seasons, his FIP is pretty high at 5.06, but his ERA went down to 3.87 in 2020, and we got to see that Nathan Avaldi of old. So that's that kind of that question mark that's been lingering in the Boston Red Sox rotation for a while, and you're like, Mm. oh, here he is, here it is, and let's see. It'll be interesting to see if he can actually repeat that for the full 162. Yeah, yeah. I I wrote down, um, should expect a high three ERA from this guy, Yeah. but there's still a lot of question marks. Yeah, the question mark was the 2020 season. Like, even though he did perform at mm-hmm. a good level mm-hmm. we're still we still got to see not a lot season. of innings you know and, and it's like and that's another thing for nathan avaldi too is like if he is going to be this ace you know are we going 180 you like yeah. how many times have we done that not yeah. that many from when you're looking at his stats right yeah. so these are the question marks that will be answered this season however i do expect a high three era like 3.8 3.9 mm-hmm. something like that mm-hmm. and then number two Eduardo Rodriguez. Yes, Erod. This guy is probably the safest pitcher in this rotation just because even though he, he did break out in 2019, he didn't play for 2020. So you could say maybe there's some questions whether he comes back. I think the people who took off years aren't going to be hurt maybe too bad. He was also pretty elite in 2018. He was, he was still too elite in 2018. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, his FIP was fucking awesome at 3.78 in the last two years. Good so. stuff. He's solid. Like he, if he was matched up, like we were saying with with Sale, that's an awesome one too. See, right there. for me, I and once again, I wrote down um, like expect a high three ERA yeah. will eat a lot of innings. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that he's kind of like Nathan Avaldi, uh, but like uh, with a few less question marks surrounding yeah, him. I'm more confident that Erod would put up that that high three. ERA I agree. I agree. You know, and and that's part of the thing is that I think that Boston has two excellent number twos. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> yeah. both of these guys these are I'm number like, two. If this was our number two or number three pitcher. Yeah. We're fucking laughing. Yeah, yeah. If we had Ryu in these two, ooh. I mean, like, I would, mu- like, in the end, I would much prefer Avaldi and Rodriguez to Ray and Roar. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, they'd just be better. So, yeah. Um, but moving on, do they have anyone else that could even remotely fill that, um, not Garrett Cole, Chris Sale role? Uh, they got Garrett Richards. Um, this guy is a. I, I just think that this guy is like a starter. He's a solid starter. I'm expecting something like a low four ERA. Yeah. Um, but the innings pitched has been very low. Yep. For this guy, so yep. he, he, this is why this is the part where it kind of reminds me of our rotation, where you know, in in from 13 to 15 years, 13 to 15, he had a 3.4 ERA, but. Uh, then then it has gone downhill right. <laughs> and it's been like age and just you know kind of like Roark a little yeah, bit yeah yeah so that in that regards it's like another question mark can he give it one more year mm-hmm. and that's that's i don't know you know and once again i'm like i'd be pretty happy with this guy at my number four like if we right. just if we moved him down like one spot yeah you know it's like right. if we just pushed everyone down so yeah I, I do think that he will give a low four era looking at everything from him yeah um but i mean as your number three like i don't know yeah that's that's okay so he's yeah. okay 
Um, the next two, I'm I'm certainly not very impressed with. With no. they got Martin Perez, and then they also got in the last spot Nick Pivetta. Um, and I put both of these guys as being below average. Yeah, um, Ma- this coming year. Martin Perez again had a great 2014-2015 years. His, his FIP was 3.52. That was a long time ago, long Martin Perez. That was time. a long time. <laughs> we are far removed. We are fit, but our, from those years. Our FIP now is. Is uh, four point seven two in the last two years. Yeah, so. and uh, and I, I literally I put in capitals. I was like, could maybe, maybe, like mm-hmm. if he's doing everything he can, yeah. if he's giving it his all, get you a four and a half. Maybe, um, but expect. <laughs> Like higher, yeah, expect higher. Absolutely, um, I would expect a high four, a low five from this dude. Easy. And uh, and honestly, I'd probably expect even higher from Nick Pavetta because yeah, I like I was bad, looking man. at it and I was just, and I literally wrote down. I'm just like this dude is this guy does, sucks. doesn't have. I this literally look sucks. what I wrote. This dude sucks. Uh, what's that? TVO zero. Zero upside. Zero this upside. This dude sucks. Zero upside. I don't expect a lot from Nick Pavetta. No, um, no, You know, uh, no. I, I apologize, Nick Pavetta. Go no. out. Please prove me wrong. We always encourage anybody who is a fan of their team or anyone who we do remotely hate on to go yeah. and shove our words straight in our face. Please. But up until this point, he hasn't really done anything to warrant um, being called anything, you know, but a just filler spot. Yeah. Yeah, um, uh, bad. Yeah. <laughs> I have nothing else to comment. Yeah. Um, and for those who are wondering about Chris Sale, uh, Chris Sale, they're they're going to be very conservative with him this year, very much so because if they are looking like they're not even going to be competing at all for a wild card, they're not going to rush him back. They're going to protect that man for the next year. Mm-hmm. So don't be expecting a Chris Sale I come back. Heard earliest was uh, where did I wrote down? Earliest is June. Earliest return is like somewhere in June. That's if he's like way ahead of schedule. I expect somewhere in July um, from this guy. Um, I could even see August. They yeah. really push him back. Yeah, well, it, and like you said, it all depends what this team is doing. If it's mm-hmm. being competitive and they need him, then yeah. then we might see him a bit sooner. Yeah. Uh, but I just want to look at that for a second, and then just if you had Chris Sale there, That's if awesome. you had Chris Sale doing Chris Sale stuff, right. like we know that he can do, I think that this rotation plus the lineup that they have, you immediately have what I would considering consider to be a playoff contending ball club. You have a playoff contending ball club with your lineup and your pitchers. However, the one thing I'm worried about is the road and not the rotation. The bullpen bullpen is really not that impressive right. at all. It's it's really bad. Um, it's uh, yeah, it, it's bad. The, the rotation right now, their closer is Matt Barnes. They got him back. Mm. Who's okay? His uh, his uh, ERA uh, in the last little bit has been three point nine two. Uh, in the not last two quite years, ideal for a, uh, not for a closer, not ideal for a top end closer. Yeah. And then they they did pick up Adam out of Vino from the Yankees. Yeah, I who, saw that. that who, they got him. Who I think is honestly better than Matt Barnes. Um, his last two years of ERA has been two point seven six. And then their okay. other setup man, never heard of him, Ryan Brassier. His ERA in last two years has been four point five seven. 
as you can see, I don't need to go any further because there's no way that your closer and your two setup guys are going to be worse than other people in your bullpen. Those guys are your best guys. And Adam Ottavino is my favorite, but... Whatever happened to Brandon Workman? Did he go to another team? They traded him to Phillies, but I'm, I don't know if he's that's still right. there, but I... Yeah, I'm not sure if he's still there. Right, right, yeah. yeah. I remember that they had him, but I guess he's he's out of town now, mm -hmm. so that's not ideal. They're obviously going to need to have yeah. some sort of breakout um, yeah. on that side of things. But granted, you know, when we came into our uh, last season, um, 2020, mm -hmm. you know, our bullpen on paper really didn't look that good, but we had a lot of sneaky performances that kind of came out of nowhere. So I'm not going to write a team off because, you know, I, their closer isn't ideal. Because, uh, again, the depth in general. Exactly. You know, it's like I'm sure that they have some guys like in the minors or in and around that maybe could take the step up. But right yeah. now, I'd say that they need a break out there. It's pretty bleak right now. It's, yeah. You know, so what I'm kind of projecting how Boston Red Sox games are going to look this year is, you know, let's say they're facing the Blue Jays. I think it's going to be most of the time uh, a big run scoring game. Lots of runs on both sides. I think the, you know, Boston Red Sox are going to smack around our half ass pitchers minus Ryu. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to smack around their half ass pitchers minus a couple of them. Mm -hmm. And then I think for Boston, what they might struggle with is when they get into the second half of the game against teams, if they've built up a big lead, is keeping that lead. So that's the only thing. Whereas us, I think we have studs in the bullpen. In the we back got half. a lot of depth. Yeah, we have a lot of depth. We got Dolis, Romano, and, uh, and now Yates. In the one, two, three, and then we we know we have depth with like Barucky and and Hatch and Merriweather. We have so many guys that are actually studs in that mm. bullpen. So yeah, um, I for us, if beating the Boston Red Sox gonna be high scoring, and then who's gonna win in the last three innings? Yeah, no, I I still I still expect this team to be uh, fairly competitive. I yeah. still think that they're gonna be good. I think they're gonna give us a run for their money, and I do expect them to be above five hundred. I think I put that in my projections. Mm. Um, but I, I've never I've never seen a team more. I guess it's more po more polarizing where like one player really does change every, my entire outlook yeah. of this team. You know, and Chris Sale for me is that player for them. Yeah, he wins um, them like five to seven more games. You know, roughly. Yeah. Depending on what his WAR would yeah. be. Yeah, and and once again, you know, if you had him and then you had Rodriguez, Anavaldi, and then Garrett Richards, you know, following him up. I'm super pleased with that as my rotation, considering yeah. the lineup that I've already built. So. Yeah, no, I think that they're going to be good. They're not going to be better than us. No, no, I don't think so I either. Not. I, I, I had them at like 80 and 20. I, oh, no, sorry, 80 and 20. Oh, my God. <laughs> 80 and 82 mm. uh, for my projection. So, yeah, I, don't, I, I think we're going to beat them in the series. But you never know what could happen. Ryu could go down. Oh, my God. With right. an injury. And you never know. And, That's baseball. And here's the thing, man. We're here and we're talking about... Uh, you know, being optimistic about our rotation and being like, yeah. we got to have some breakouts. Yeah. You know, this team totally thing. changes if Erod decides that, hey, you know what? Now I'm ready to become an ace. Yeah, here. yeah. Or if Nathan Avaldi says, hey, wait, there's been some hype about me. I'm ready to finally yeah, fulfill that role. Back it to completely, completely changes. So yep. I think that this team definitely has a path to win. Can they get the job done? We'll have to find out, guys. We'll have to find out. Guys, let us know in the comments down below. If you're a Boston Red Sox fan, welcome to Blue Jays today. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> woo! Let us know, guys. What do you think about the Boston Red Sox? What is your favorite part? What is the part they're going to struggle with? Let us know your thoughts and opinions 
down below in the comments. Yeah, dudes. And you can also check us out on Spotify, Breaker, Anchor, Radio Public, and Google Podcasts. Also, make sure to like, subscribe, comment down below, the whole shebang. And if you do want to win that jersey, today, Jays, is the code, Monkey Knife Fight. A singular bet will do the trick. Also, legal gambling age. Got to insert mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, blah, 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 blah. Oh, also relevant. We're also doing stuff on there. And uh, mm-hmm. once again, shout out to Stephen Ben. Stephen Ben. For the lovely donation and uh, and Patreon. It's it's awesome to have you, man. Absolutely, guys. And if you want to become a Patreon, it's all in the description down below. Heck and, yeah. And also, guys, check out our merchandise. It's sold on Etsy. You can get a sweater. You can get a t-shirt. We making money on that yet? Not yet, but we are yeah. going for yeah, it. We were actually in the hole. We had a couple people buy, <laughs> and we we fucked up the math. We didn't account for, for some taxes, taxes and, and some shipping and stuff. Some manufacturers. So we actually paid to yeah. have somebody buy our merch. We Cody Mayo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we paid. For yeah, yeah. We, we ended up we ended up paying to have them. Yeah. It's a whole thing. It's but okay. I think we, we, figured we figured it, it out, out now. Figured yeah, it out. I think we got yeah. it under control. Yeah. And thank you guys so much for watching. And go Jays, go.